Welcome to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Podcast in Scottsdale, Arizona. We are Christian Disciples in Mission. My given official name by my parents is Eric Christopher Tayes. I was going to be known as Ricky, but I guess someone else in the extended family chose Ricky, and so I guess my parents decided just to name me Eric, and that's been my name. But also, when we are given our official name, we're also given other names in our lives. And one of my favorites is nicknames. Always enjoy giving my football players at Sunny Slope a nickname. But it should be always out of love or a good, loving, teasing way of something that really that's endearing to us. When I was in the seminary in college, my nickname was Bear. And they called me Bear, I guess because I like to eat, because they gave me a shirt that said, please don't feed the bear. And then when I went to Mount Angel in Oregon for theology work for four years, the movie E.T. came out, and so Eric Teas became E.T., and that became my nickname. And, and when we ever get a nickname, it just you become that person. And sometimes we might even take it with a grain of, uh, of joy and humor. One of my best friends up in high school was named Gordo, huh? That means fat in Spanish, and that can be an insult, but he loved it, and he wanted to be called Gordo, and all of us would call him that as well. You know, we as Christians also have been given a nickname. We do have our names given to us by our parents, but through our baptism, if we've been baptized or have that desire that maybe one day we'll be baptized, we are given a name given to us by God himself. Children of God. Paul would call it children of the light. Not of darkness, but of light. And you know, when we were baptized, we were given a white garment. To be clothed with dignity is what the prayers say. In the Bible, whenever a garment is given to another person, it represents a new status. That if a child or an adult or teen is baptized into the Christian faith, no matter what Christian faith that is of denomination, you are a child of God. It's a title given by God. Sometimes we humans don't understand that that title does not have an expiration date. Sometimes we think you have to earn that title. Yeah, you should live up to that title. Sometimes we fall short on it, but God never takes that title back. He never says, you don't deserve it. You're not worthy of it. Oh, you've disappointed me. You've done all these bad things. Because in all honesty, all Christians, no matter how good we think we are or people think we are, we do sin. That's why we begin each Mass asking for forgiveness. No one is a true Christian who says, I don't need forgiveness. They're not speaking truth. In fact, John in the scriptures call them liars. They're liars. Because they're denying what we struggle with. But yet, in giving that title, there is a way to witness. St. Paul tells us in Romans today in the second reading is that we have been given the strength to live that out, to be witnesses, that we're not left alone on our own. That doesn't mean you and I don't have lonely moments, that we're discouraged, that we feel that we're abandoned by others, but that God is always with us. The problem is people who claim to be followers of God will abandon people because sometimes we think 
God withholds his title. That baptism is taken away. It can't be taken away. Even the church would understand that to say once one is baptized and one can say, I no longer want to be a Christian, it doesn't matter. That's why I always keep reminding you in the theology. We have really poor theology because we're lazy as Catholics, and we won't change it because we've been taught that, and we can't help ourselves, Father, because it just comes out of our mouth, ex-Catholics. That is the most insulting thing we can say. It is the biggest lie. It's a lie. One can choose no longer to be part of the family and can walk away. One can say, I don't believe in the Catholic faith or God or Jesus Christ anymore, but you don't lose that title. You're still that because at any moment you can come back without having to pay a bunch of money and sign all these papers and do all this stuff. You can come back at any moment when your heart is ready to come back. So how do we as Christians now live our faith in the midst of this pandemic? What is it that we respond? And in today's readings, both the gospel and the Old Testament reminds us our baptism is lived out through showing hospitality. In the ancient Mediterranean world, especially the time of Jesus, it was a given that everyone needed to give hospitality. And no one was approached of saying, oh, you don't deserve it or you're a bad person. The code was everyone was to be greeted with hospitality. In today's gospel, Jesus reminds the the disciples, the apostles, that they're going to go out. And the mindset of the people in that ancient world was that any prophet, any apostle, any follower of Jesus, any low person in status was to be greeted and treated hospitably. And Jesus expands that not just to holy people, not just to people in good standings or great status, but even those who are oppressed, set aside, looked down upon, and just told, you're not important to society anymore because you're not valuable, you're not worthy because you're too sinful or not loved. Jesus models to all the baptized that we must be hospitable. In fact, it is a great offense to God not to give hospitality to any person. Isn't that interesting? Christians think they know the Bible, and yet when someone preaches the truth of the Bible, they don't like it because it disturbs their thing of what they think the Bible says. The Bible should disturb us because sometimes we give poor evidence that we're hospitable. In today's first reading, this woman welcomes a great man from God, one of the prophets there, and she shows hospitality in that way in greeting people. She reminds us that the most important thing a follower of God can do is to welcome the stranger in the name of the Lord. Let me repeat that. For any follower of God is this, that the most important thing that any of us can do is to welcome the stranger in the name of the Lord. That is what makes you and me You and I, authentic disciples. I find it interesting, and thank God they're they're the minority of this part of people saying, we want to get in our buildings. We're all grieving. All of us are. 
But with the numbers going up, especially here in Arizona, more people have common sense to stay away. And that's why we're wearing masks today as a reminder. And when I give communion out, I'll be wearing a mask as well. We're trying to do what our medical people ask us to do for the state and love of other people as well. But they're so interested to get into buildings, which, by the way, they're not even close to being 25%. Most people are staying away. But yet, they think the church really... We're not able to live our faith unless we're inside the building receiving Jesus. Well, how about being more hospitable? That's exactly how you live your baptism. You just so narrow it, so limited to say it only counts when we're receiving communion and we're in a church and we're doing churchy stuff. We will get back one day. God, I wish I could tell you when. But we will because somehow God will lead us through this. I promise you, okay? I think God will. This is only a dot in human history, but we're going through this painful time. But God wants you to be more hospitable. That's how you become an authentic follower of Jesus. And so this week, who do you and I look down upon? Maybe through race. Maybe it's inherited, but we're blind to it because we just automatically just grew up that way. And we look down at other people. Maybe we look down at people in the economic situation. And maybe we just keep having this mindset that poor people are lazy and they just are leeches to welfare. And if they really weren't poor, they would get up and work like me. Without having that compassion and listening to their story. When the scriptures just said, welcome the stranger, and yet we want to build a wall. We want to keep people away. Doesn't mean we don't have control of who's in our country. It's not for, people always say, well, you're for open borders. No, no one's that. No one in their right mind is. But we have to be able to welcome people, know who's in here, but so that they may continue to contribute things that are important. And yet, people who call themselves Christians say, send the strangers back. There's not enough. And yet, That's their version of the Bible. And that's not living our faith. How about someone in our family that we haven't been hospitable towards? Hospitality is more than just saying, come for a cup of coffee. Here's a donut. I'll make you a meal. Hospitality means engaging people where they're at. And to you, our incarcerated brothers and sisters today, you are valuable. And you are important to God. And maybe we need to ask for your forgiveness for the times that we haven't cared about you. For the times we just labeled you as people who don't deserve dignity or worthiness. Probably the most holiest thing that you can do from your places right now is to forgive fellow Christians who are so smug, who think they're so righteous, and just look down upon you and say, you're not worth the dignity. And unfortunately, there are some, but they don't speak on behalf of all because there are many brothers and sisters who follow Christ who love you, who value you. And even though we can't visit you right now, thank God for this technology. And I hope that these facilities will keep showing our masses to you because each week we're going to remind you how much you're important to God. But not just the incarcerated, anyone who's been away, If anyone has ever told you in the church that you are not in good standings, could you forgive the church? Can you forgive us? Because we're not very hospitable. As the Bible teaches today, there is nothing more important for one who follows God than to welcome the stranger in the name of the Lord.
Thank you for listening to the St. Patrick Catholic Community Homily Podcast. We are Christian Disciples in Mission, 